Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 60. Today we're going to talk about why you need a landscape contract. Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan. And here recently, we noticed some people in our free Facebook group talking about um, completing work without having contracts in place. And this is not something that we are fans of. (laughs) No, absolutely not. uh, No. Well, because these people, they've had issues come up and the customer, you know, will say that they, you know, either didn't like the work that was done or they didn't like the materials or they thought it was going to be something different. So... Mm -hmm. And this is just one of those things. I mean, you can't always get ahead of all customer complaints and not happiness, but some of this could very easily be covered uh, just by having a contract. Yep. Um, one of the, my favorite things to say is if it isn't written down, it doesn't count. Um, and this can apply to a lot of different things, but, but contracts. But 100% <laughs> yes. is applicable right here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you don't have a contract in place, then things can get sticky really fast. Um, and a contract is, is basically an agreed upon uh, or agreement on having uh, your price, your materials, and everything. that Like everything you, that you're going to do. Yeah. So like there's no surprises. Yep. Nobody, nobody wants a surprise um, because some contracts, like when it comes to materials, it's, um, it might be like what, what the plants are or if you're going to use hardscapes, it'll be like the style and yeah, the color. The manufacturer, the color the style of like you said everything down to every last detail so yeah um because if you don't have this all written down then there's no way to like cover your butt if the customer (laughs) ends up having complaints or if something's not what they thought um this documentation you know it you can't you can't like argue things that are written and well i mean people might try but if it's written down and agreed and signed upon then that can kind of dictate where you go from here if there is a conflict yeah and, it, and not only just protects you it also protects the customer too so they they feel you know comfortable that they're hiring somebody that's going to do this type of work so it, it kind of works both ways oh yeah completely because then you can't come in and then sub out something um that they with with a cheaper item like yeah. back to the block like yeah. if it has if you have like a, the company like one of the name brands written down then you can't just go buy like block it the home that depot or something yeah, yeah and sub <laughs> it in yeah. yeah so it goes both ways yeah um and having a well written contract gives your customer a clear understanding of what the job will entail like you said, from the beginning, from everything, like your square footage of your patio. So if you're doing a hundred square foot patio, whatever it is, you know, the sod, the trees, everything, it, they have a clear understanding. And like we said, in the example before where the, uh, I think it was a, f- a fence that person had issue The Facebook with. issue was yeah. a fence. Yeah. Yes. They then, didn't like the style of the fence. That's the one I, I saw. We might've seen different posts, yeah, but it, yeah, it was a fence and whatever it was, they didn't like something, and now they since they didn't have a contract, I believe they're tearing it down and redoing it. I believe, and yeah, I think the the customer had agreed to go ahead and pay for it. But yeah. these are just all things that, like I said, just just cover your behind and and keep your keep your customer happy. Um, because sometimes what happens as well is they might think something is covered in, like if you're doing landscaping in a front yard, they they thought that it included three trees, but it really only included two. Like even little things like mm-hmm. that, it can help cover just little disputes like that. Like just to make sure that 
you both agree on everything that is in the contract. Yeah. And we know some of you don't have contracts and don't think you or think you can get by without a contract. The gentleman's and, agreement, yeah, a handshake. Yeah, and you might get by with that for a little while and you might be okay. But then there's that one person that's going to get you and, and, well, <laughs> and it's going to be the least person you least expect it to. They'll come back to bite you because, yep. uh, and I, once again, I feel like we throw your dad under the bus literally in every <laughs> episode. But he did, I know he has done this even here in the past couple of years that I can think of. Even mm. so, even when we know better, yeah. it still has happened um, because, oh, it's my buddy. Oh, it's yeah. so-and-so. Oh, this, that, and the other. Like, I recommend using a contract. If there is going to be an exchange of money, even if it is a family, friend, relative, just unless you're like doing something on the weekend for free for your mom, you maybe don't need a, you know, like a contract for that. But if there's going to be any exchange of money or um, in-kind services, anything like that, I would just have it all written down. Yeah, it just, just makes things much easier. And it's, it's like I said, it's good for both of you. So definitely, definitely do it. Um, and we recommend having, you know, a fairly well-written uh, uh, contract written out. And what I mean by this um some people, you know, get down, like they'll put exactly, I'm going to put down six ton of gravel and, you know, all the details and that's fine. Um, then it starts coming into play different things as far as you have leftovers, what you do with it and all that stuff. Um, I personally like to put down, I'm going to do like 6,000 square foot of this and, you know, 5,000 of this, not necessarily the quantities of of like the gravel and certain things, but I'll do like Just trees. The area and I'm that gonna, you're yeah, going to cover. You know, so it depends be, on what exactly yeah. it is you're doing, but that's a good. That's something that I didn't, I didn't necessarily think about, but yeah. So yeah. if it's just, if, if it's or like, if you're doing a, sod or something you mm. would just say oh i'm going to install like x many yeah six thousand square, square feet or, whatever or something it is, yeah. not five rolls yeah not, i mean no one no, would yeah. be five but you know what i mean yeah not by the amount of material do it by the square footage for things that are like that mm -hmm. um and so what we're going to go over today is some of the main points that should be covered in your contract um and the first one is kind of stuff we've been talking is is your scope of work you know is all the work that's going to be completed um, and kind of getting, like I said, kind of get down to some of the details here and this will be, you know, some of the quantities as far as, like I said, your trees and plants and shrubbery, you know, your square footage of, of certain things. Um, and some of the stuff could be even referred to on your blueprints, you know, or for, yeah, some yeah, drawings, drawings some or whatever. Sort. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, the second thing would be your payment terms. Um, and this will be, you know, your grand total, everything. The, the down payment required when or the schedule of payments it should be um yeah for larger jobs it's not uncommon to get like yeah. half of up front then a quarter of what is left and then that last quarter when it's done yeah. something like you know whatever your terms are whatever yeah and i know some of that varies state to state so sure. just make sure you check all your regulations before you do that but yeah um you know some kind of some kind of schedule in there just to help out with cash flow yeah uh, well in this if you have that in there, then once again, um, if it if you are allowed to collect money up front where you are, then that then if something goes wrong, then you're not stiffed for the whole mm -hmm. price of the job. You can at least recoup something. Yep. So yep. And then in the, under the payment terms, you can have in there uh, what happens if there's a late payment. You know, you know, if you finish the job and it's whatever thirty, sixty days, whatever your terms are, you know, and they still haven't paid what uh, you know, yeah. a service yeah. charge a or service whatever charge, yeah. probably. Mm -hmm. um and then also have in there if it goes beyond that and you have to turn it into collections 
you know, the details, like they got to pay attorney fees and all that stuff, right. whatever. So, and this is all, I would have this all looked at by an attorney. Oh yeah. We're, yeah, not we're attorneys, definitely attorneys. So. These are just some of the main <laughs> points we've heard and, and dealt with. And, and yeah, cause you can across, get contracts so. online, but definitely have your yes, yeah. legal expert look at Absolutely, it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, next thing is be your, would be your, uh, permits and utility section. Um, and you know, who's basically who's going to be responsible for any of the permits, you know, and, and most time, like, most contractors will handle that, but just have it in there so they have an understanding. Um, and you know, if you do put it on them, make sure they are aware of it. Um, yes, and this is one of those things that if you can just go ahead and handle that, that's one thing that a lot of customers will like. Mm -hmm. That is a, something that you can use as a selling point, yeah. side note, uh, because they don't want to have to deal with it. Yep. So that is uh, nice if you can do that. But then, and say the permit isn't, got nobody got it then if you have this written into your contract then you know for sure whose fault it was mm -hmm. like so you know say the city is trying to come and get after you or whatever you could be like oh yeah that was my bad i was supposed to get it or if the owner was supposed to get it it just kind of has that all mapped out clear no no muddy sections yep uh and also and like said in here is your utilities and you know most people call the 811 or oh the before you dig. dig yeah um hotlines and get all that straight now and that's usually done by the contractor yep. um but that should be laid out in there but also you know those companies don't mark um you know irrigation lines or landscape lighting or drainage lines and stuff so have a term in there what happens if you do come across those you know who's who's responsible for the damage and repairing all that oh, so if you accidentally cut a you line know, just you know a little term in there that's going to be an additional cost um you know just those little things just should be in there just to cover your Cover your yeah, we're back to covering your butt. Yep. <laughs> um, if there's any changes, you need a section on changes and cancellation. So, you know, a person that happens all the time, they want to add on or, you know, do these things, you should have a change order put in place. Um, yeah, they're simple to do, but yep. once again, document, document. Yep. So there should be some kind of terms in there on, on the changes. And also if they want to cancel their, you know, their contract. Right. Uh, some people I, I know have done like, you know, Within three days, there's no penalty, you know, of, of signing the contract, mm -hmm. um, but something in there too. Um, the next one is like a, and this one's kind of optional, but I, I kind of see the benefit of it, especially if you have a, a contract, I would say more for a commercial end where you have a, you know, a, a timeline that you have to get stuff done. Oh, with the mother nature clause? Yeah. So another nature clause. So, you know, if you have a deadline and it decides it's a downpour and downpour, and you can't get in there, you know, there might be some terms and some that's written in some of the contract has no, that you get penalized because the job isn't finished in time. So, um, if you have something in yours that if it's because of mother nature, it kind of just again, covers your rear. So, mm -hmm. um, and then the last thing is just definitely just having their signature, you know, accepting it and date and everything. One thing I would like to do. Oh, what about a warranty? You have to have your warranty oh, yep. in there as well. Because those can kind of vary because some people will warranty, you know, perennials for a year or six months or whatever. You know, yeah. those can vary widely. I'm sure whatever you do is, you know, maybe different. And other things will have longer warranties like a patio. You might guarantee something longer. So yeah. just make sure that's all in there. Yeah, we actually on our, I know for our hardscape warranty, we actually had a whole separate paper on that that kind of went along with it. And it just kind of directed towards that paper in the in the contract. Um, yeah, but just get it all written down. So yep. that way, you know, that, that way you just know, like, I just don't like, I don't like any uncertainty or an ambiguity. You know, yeah. I like it all to just be laid out in black and white. 
Yeah. And then, like I said, the last thing is definitely their acceptance or their signature and date. Um, and if this contract turns into be, you know, one or two pages, I personally like to have them initial. Put their the initials yeah. down, like the bottom yeah. right hand corner of every yeah. page or something, just to see that they have read and looked at every page. And this is also helps you to make sure that you are looking it over as well because I have been in a situation where a contract was printed out on like on the front and the back sides of paper but then when it got faxed over to the customer only the fronts got scanned Mm. and like nobody caught it like people signed the papers and then I was the one executing this contract and I'm looking at it and I'm like uh they didn't have half the pages because they didn't scan front to back so had this been something that they went over and initialed every page it Mm. probably would have gotten caught that oh hey I I only have half the pages. Yeah. So anyway, live and learn. Yeah. So the main thing too is, is to have a contract for every single job. Even if it's something minor, just have it. It doesn't take much. We would just have it basically pretty much done. You just basically oh, fill yeah, in the blank, you know. Cookie cutter kind yeah. of contract. And then you just fill in what you need to fill with yeah, it, yeah, for so, each individual. Because I, I was talking to Katie about this. I saw some people saying that they... This is more so for residential lawn maintenance that they don't really care for. Yeah, we contracts. tend to talk mostly about landscaping, but yeah. we did do lawn maintenance as well mm-hmm. with our landscaping business. But we even we used contracts for commercial lawn maintenance, and we did very little residential. Yeah. But the ones we did, we had we had contract we had yeah. contracts for all those. Yeah, it's just again just to just to cover yourself. So yeah, so like we said earlier, we're you know we're definitely not attorneys or anything, so. Get something you know, written if you up. Find and, a contract online, or yeah. if somebody in a Facebook groups give you one. That's all good and great. Model it after that, but have somebody. With yeah, because every state's some legal different. knowledge. Look it over. Yeah, every yeah. state and every area is different. So have them check it over. Make sure you're in the have the correct terms on there and correct lingo on there. So yeah, I don't know lawyer <laughs> talk. Yeah. So. so yeah, so well, thanks for joining us today, and have a great day. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head on over to iTunes and leave a five star review today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button while you're there. If you're ready to take the headache out of running your landscape business, head on over to milliondollarlandscaper.com and check out the Academy program. It's where we compiled everything we know about running a landscape business in one convenient academy.